This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Microsoft is one stock super investors agree on. Is it a potential opportunity? We'll perform an MSFT stock analysis like Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time and a friend of Microsoft founder Bill Gates. We'll reverse engineer his decision-making process to look at the most telling business numbers before estimating not one but two fair intrinsic values for Microsoft. Along the way, there's going to be a key bonus metric that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Microsoft for your stock portfolio. Then you're going to want to watch till the end when we give our rating. So is Microsoft a potential opportunity? Right now, MSFT stock trades for $329.16 per share. Year-to-date, Microsoft is crushing the market. They're up 36.5%, while the S&P 500 is up 10.5%. Microsoft's part of the magnificent seven that's driving the market higher, accounting for about 28% of the S&P 500. In the last five years, Microsoft crushes the market too. They compound at 25.5% over this time. In the last decade, it's almost the same performance. Microsoft is compounding at 24.5%. They beat the socks off the market. This is the same when we go back before the global financial crisis. In the last two decades, Microsoft has compounded at 15% annually. That's not all for shareholders. Right now, Microsoft pays a 0.83% dividend yield. Their average dividend is added to the returns in their stock. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Microsoft? Right now, Microsoft trades $30 below its 52-week high. The company's up $116 from their 52-week low. There's not much short interest in the business. And how big is Microsoft? They're huge. They have a $2.4 trillion market cap, one of the biggest companies in the world. Microsoft develops and licenses consumer and enterprise software. It's known for its Windows operating systems and Office productivity suite. The company is organized into three equally sized broad segments, productivity and business processes, which include legacy Microsoft Office, cloud-based Office 365, Exchange, SharePoint, Skype, LinkedIn, and Dynamics, Intelligence Cloud, that includes infrastructure and platform-as-a-service offerings through Azure, Windows Server OS, SQL Server, and more, and Personal Computing, which includes Windows Client, Xbox, Bing Search, Display Advertising, and Surface Laptops, Tablets, and Desktops. It seems Microsoft has something for everyone. That's a major part of their business model. 32 different super investors own Microsoft. Microsoft is the number one most owned stock by super investors. 32 of them have investments in the company. It's no surprise the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has the biggest stake in Microsoft. That comes from their philanthropy. Other well-known investors such as Chase Coleman, Terry Smith, Josh Tarasoft, and David Tepper also have big positions in Microsoft. 
Dataroma has a cool grand portfolio feature that combines all Super Investor's portfolios together. When we look at that, as a standalone ticker, Microsoft is the biggest position with a 2.77% holding. Google's actually in the top spot, but they have two different tickers. Still, Microsoft is the most owned stock by Super Investors. It's a company Super Investors agree on. Now with this understanding, let's dive deep into their numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want Microsoft's average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. A normal business earns 7% returns on capital. When we look for a benchmark that's double this, we can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. Microsoft has increased their returns on capital throughout this time. They grew these from 23% in 2019 to 31% today. When these are averaged out, Microsoft earns 29% returns on capital in a given year. That's more than four times better than a normal business. This is a huge check on metric number one. Metric number two, we want growth to support their high returns. We want to see sales, earnings, and free cash flow growth. This is all or nothing. These all need to be up. In this time, Microsoft has grown their revenues by 68% when we include up until today. Their earnings are up by 84% and their free cash flows have grown by 55%. This is big growth across the board for Microsoft. This helps them support their returns. It's another check on metric number two. Metric three, we want earnings per share growth. This looks at Microsoft from the view of a shareholder in the company. In this time, Microsoft's earnings are up 84%. They've also bought back just over 4% of their shares outstanding. These two added together means Microsoft has grown their earnings per share. It's yet another check on metric number three. We're perfect so far. Metric number four, we want free cash flow per share growth. This is almost the same story for Microsoft. Their free cash flows just grew a little slower than their earnings. Still, their free cash flows are up and they bought back some shares. Microsoft's grown their free cash flows per share. It's another check on metric number four. So far, so good. Microsoft's perfect through four metrics. Before we look at their balance sheet and get to the first of our valuations, how about we check in on our bonus? Right now, Microsoft pays a 0.83% dividend yield. Is their dividend safe and does it have room to grow? That's what we're trying to figure out with our bonus. We want Microsoft's dividends to be supported by their free cash flows. Microsoft has grown their dividends in each of the last five years. They've also grown their free cash flows over this time. Microsoft has supported their dividends in all five years. They have a low dividend payout ratio. It looks like their dividends safe and in good shape. This is what we want. It's a check on our bonus. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses or even go broke. Metric number five, we want Microsoft's net debt to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five years. Microsoft has negative net debt over this time. This means they're left over with cash after paying their debts. They also earn a ton of free cash flow. Right now, Microsoft has $31.8 billion in cash on their balance sheet. That's a huge position, much bigger than most companies. Microsoft in the last five years alone has also earned $264 billion in free cash flow. That's insane. They're in a super strong position with their money. It's a huge check on metric number five. Microsoft generates a ton of cash and they have a big cash cushion to work with. Flawless through our first five metrics, does Microsoft have what it takes to go six for six on our analysis and be a perfect select six stock? Why don't we find out? The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Microsoft's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. This is the first of two ways we'll estimate their fair value using their free cash flows. Right now, Microsoft has a $2.4 trillion enterprise value. 
They're one of the biggest companies in the world. In the last five years, we learned they earned $264 billion. That means in an average year, they bring in $52.8 billion in free cash flow. When we divide this by their enterprise value, we get a 2.2% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Currently, Microsoft produced $59.5 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When we divide that by their enterprise value, it gives us a 2.5% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. These both come in below the yield from the 10-year treasury. They're under the risk premium we want as well. This means coming in all the way on metric number six, this is our first and only X for Microsoft. Don't just throw the business out. You're going to want to see what their fair value per share is before you watch for our rating. Everything we've covered so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Microsoft. This takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is like any model in any field, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We'll start with an average of Microsoft's free cash flows because these can be lumpy year to year. Then we'll use assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for Microsoft. Microsoft's been highly predictable in their past. That's no guarantee for the future, but it does give us a start for these assumptions. If Microsoft's average free cash flows grow at 13% in each of the next 10 years, then in the following decade, if this growth slows to 8% annually, we'll add in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. If we want a market-beating rate of return of 15% like Warren Buffett, at today's valuations, an estimate of Microsoft's fair value per share is around $137. Please keep some key points in mind. Microsoft's bought back a ton of shares since the mid-2000s, dropping their share count by almost 30%, with an average buyback of about 2% each year. This means their tangible book value is likely a lot more than what we gave them credit for. It gets thrown off by the accounting for the business, because frankly, not a lot of companies can do this. Microsoft trades much higher than its historical earnings. They trade at a price-to-owner earnings of 40 and a half times. Historically, in the last 10 years, this has been around 23 and a half times. This has ranged, but Microsoft's nearly doubled their median today. It's likely that as a company continues to grow, its growth slows down and their multiple may decline. That's more likely to be the case going forward in the future for Microsoft. It's unlikely they see the same multiple expansion helping their stock price. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before you make any investment decision. We've covered some of the numbers Warren Buffett really cares about, but to him, the qualities of a business are even more important. Let's learn what these are for Microsoft. We'll start with the long thesis. Number one, public cloud is widely considered to be the future of enterprise computing, and Azure is a leading service that benefits the evolution first to hybrid environments and then ultimately to public cloud environments. Number two, Microsoft 365 continues to benefit from upselling into higher price stock keeping units as customers are willing to pay up for better security and Teams phone, which should continue over the next several years. Number three, Microsoft has monopoly-like positions in various areas, including OS and Office, that serve as cash cows to help drive Azure growth. But it's not all sunshine and roses. Let's also look at a short thesis. Number one, momentum is slowing in the ongoing shift to subscriptions, especially in Office, which is generally considered a mature product. Number two, Microsoft lacks a meaningful mobile presence, something that really hurts it with Apple's iOS and Google's Android. Number three, Microsoft is not the top player in its key sources of growth, notably Azure and Dynamics. 
Still in big news, Microsoft closed their acquisition of Activision Blizzard, which expands the company's gaming portfolio, adding in big names like Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Diablo, and Candy Crush. Now let's combine these qualities with their numbers as we give a rating. So far in our analysis, we've learned Microsoft has nearly all the qualities of being a wonderful business. Warren Buffett called it that way back in 2007, though he's never bought into the company because of his friendship with Bill Gates. He doesn't want to send any mixed signals to the market or act like an insider. Personally, Buffett has pledged to give most of his money to Bill Gates charities. The company Bill founded, Microsoft, stock ticker MSFT, earns very high returns on capital, just south of 30%. They've grown a lot in the last five years. They still have engines that are major sources of growth, and they have the cash cows to support these. Microsoft has bought back some shares. They also have a huge cash cushion, and they generate a ton of free cash flow. They use some of their free cash flows to give back money to shareholders through a growing dividend. Microsoft looks like it has strong dividend growth potential. The only knock against the business came when we looked at their free cash flow yields. These don't look so good compared to the 10-year treasury. Microsoft has benefited from multiple expansion. Their PE has nearly tripled in the last decade. They trade at an owner earnings multiple that's about double their historical average. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, from today's valuations, if you believe those assumptions and you want a market beating 15% rate of return like Warren Buffett, an estimate of Microsoft's fair value per share is around $137. Microsoft last traded at those levels in August of 2019. Be patient, they're a wonderful business, you just need to wait on the right price. When we put Microsoft's numbers and their qualities together, Microsoft still looks like a great candidate for more research. They're a wonderful business that you can wait for the right price. If you enjoyed today's MSFT stock analysis, like it, subscribe to the channel for more, and check out this next video.